Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host for today, as always. Uh, and I'm excited for my guest today. Uh, I'm excited for you all to hear from him. Um, he is an individual that I technically met for the first time, I believe, back in April. Um, my, at the time, girlfriend, now I can say this, now fiance, uh, we were going to a cooking class here in Chattanooga, and the head chef that was there, he was, he, he was leading the class, and we were doing, it was a French cooking class. And we, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, we did French onion soup, uh, which was actually the first time I'd ever had French onion soup, and I enjoyed it a lot. We did ratatouille and uh, some kind of fish, I believe it was trout. And it was great. And I remember leaving that time and I looked at uh, my girlfriend and I said, I really liked, really liked our, our, our chef. I'm gonna, I, I would love to like be his friend, like just talk to him, you know. She was like, well, you should reach out to him. And so here today, I have the pleasure of speaking to that said chef. So Chef Ted, thank you very much for chatting with me today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's good, uh, it's good to be in. I'm you know, pretty excited for this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I'm just going to like pass the ball to your court. Anything you want me to... Start with there and yeah. Well, before we start, I mean, I know I told you a little bit about just the fact that you are a chef, but aside mm-hmm. from that, do you care to just give a little bit of an introduction of yourself and, and what you do and just a little bit of a backstory about who you are and how you got to where you are, if you don't mind? Yeah, no. Uh, so uh, I'm Ted Morris. A lot of people know me as Chef Ted that come to the classroom. <laughs> and so I go by either there, uh, either names in those regards. Uh, happens quite a bit in the grocery store yeah. that I run into people like that. I feel like that's what and I need so, to refer to you as now. Yeah, you know? well, and yeah. It's, it's the same way with like, you know, most people that work for like a vendor that comes by, they know me as that. And so that was like a weird hurdle to get over at first, <laughs> you know, just having that attached to your name. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I don't want to like say it's like a doctor or something, but you know, yeah. like when someone calls you like well, Dr. So-and-so yeah, or something, well, I like, bet that's like a hurdle. You have like Mr. Johnson in fourth grade. It's like, he's always going to be Mr. Johnson to you now, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. like 10 yeah. years later, you're like, yeah. Hey Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I've, uh, I've been working in, uh, I guess in the classroom for just over four years, you know, started out just kind of volunteering. Mm-hmm. And so I maybe volunteered like once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it just like, you know, I started doing, uh, we had clubs back then. Hopefully they make a comeback here in some way or another, which were kind of a cool activity. Uh, but I did the clubs. Uh, I was talking with chef Jeff. He's, he's our owner there. And, uh, I was like, Hey, would it be weird to do two clubs at the same time? Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh, you like it here. Don't you? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, you probably had that experience. And like by the end of that class, he was like, so, uh, do you want to work here? (laughs) And from that's, that's how I started volunteering out. And, you know, so I'd come to my club once a month and then, you know, I'd be there like the other weeks, just like once. And then mm-hmm. next thing I know it's two days and then, you know, twice a week. And then it just kind of compounded to at some point, you know, I evolved into part-time, mm-hmm. got a service permit mm-hmm. and next thing I know I'm there three, four nights a week. And I was like, wow, it's like, it's a job. Now. <clears throat> yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, this is real. <laughs> And so about, oh, 
three and a half years in, we kind of dabbled with the idea of coming on full time there. And that was kind of like right before quarantine hit. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, let's pump the brakes, Mm -hmm. you know, not the best idea to make a career change probably right then. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, I think a lot of people probably had a thought like that. Um, but you know, as things kind of smoothed out, we, you know, brought it back up and it's like, let's, you know, let's do it. Let's, you know, I ended up in Chattanooga by being like, let's just, let's go for it. Yeah. And so I was like, we'll do that. And been there for now, just over a year full time as an instructor. And it's a lot of fun. Nice. Nice. And so are you originally from Chattanooga? Uh, no, nah, I'm originally from Wisconsin. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. When, when you say it, I can hear it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, uh, I get those long vowels. <laughs> the um, words don't have spaces between yeah. them. Yeah. I say weird things like pop. Yeah roof yeah you know the first time i ever heard someone refer to you know a what i would refer to a soda as pop i was like is someone's grandfather here or something like i was like what are you referring to what i've never heard this before in my life and it's like yeah that's a pop i'm like i i it's not making sense to me i don't know what you're talking about you know it just wasn't it wasn't computing to me which i'm sure like to me i've lived i've lived down here not in chattanooga specifically but in the southeast my whole life and so like Mm -hmm. a southern accent just like float you know flies right over my head right and i'm sure that if i ever go anywhere outside of here they're like oh you're from the south aren't you, what you how can you tell can you you know is, is it that obvious so no i know what it's like to to be somewhere where it's like you're the you have the the funny accent you know and and now i've been here i've been here long <laughs> enough that i'm not fully midwest accent yeah, yeah. but i don't have a southern accent <laughs> it's yet. like a weird fusion between and so the like when i'm down here people are like Wisconsin and pop <laughs> and then I go up north and they're like y'all yeah. and like these an, things having an, an accent identity crisis and I'm like you know, I, yeah. yeah like what's what words do I say <laughs> you know I still can't say buggy like that you know it's, it's a shopping cart yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. this now just became a controversial podcast I think just off of this like <laughs> yeah. word <laughs> yeah that's what it is uh, that's that's funny. Uh, my one of my my relatives is from one of the Dakotas. I forget which one it is. I, I I should know this because they've been my relatives since as long as I've been alive. But like every time they're in town, I'm like I, I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice. You know, it's 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 similar to it. So it's it's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask you just first and foremost. So obviously you're working you know full time right now as a as a as a head chef. But was this something that like because the way you used to describe it to me, it was almost like it kind of just happened by accident, at least here. Was this something that you like had like classical training in prior to this? Or was it something you just kind of picked up along the way and just got better and better at? And it just it, the shoe just fit whenever it was time. Yeah, no, it's a uh, pure on the job training yeah. uh, for me. The you know, I've always enjoyed working with food. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of just been a, a yeah. fun thing. I feel like. You know, you can learn a lot about someone and you can show like you care a lot about people just mm-hmm. by sharing a meal. Yeah. And so I feel like a shared meal is a great thing. And the classroom is like a shared meal every night with mm-hmm. a bunch of strangers. Yeah. And so that's kind of a exciting thing there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no classical training, uh, you know, between chef, Jeff and chef Heather, mm-hmm. you know, learning, you know, pastry and everything else just from them there. And then, you know, burning and over seasoning enough dishes <laughs> to get it down. That's your um, training. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you mess up enough times and then you're like, okay, I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I've, I've heard, so, I mean, I have been a lover of food my whole life. I've I've dubbed myself the least picky person I know because there's like two things that I can think of that I do not like. I've never liked vinegar-based things, specifically like pickles. I don't really like pickles. And, you know, I'm not like a fan of salt and vinegar chip. I guess that's kind of the same thing. Like that, yeah. That's really like where I draw the line. It's Everything the vinegar else, flavor. Yeah, it's just like vinegar stuff. I'm not really a fan of that. But everything else is, is you know, is, is cool with me. But like I didn't cook a lot growing up. And so... Whenever, you know, I graduated from college back in December of 21. And so in fall of 18, when I officially was like living on my own, that was when, I mean, I had a meal plan and stuff, but that was when Mm -hmm. I first, you know, started kind of learning to cook things other than like toast and eggs, you know, (laughs) other than like the basics. And so as I've gotten older, like I've gotten a lot more into it and I've, I've been cooking a lot more. And I never realized that there was, I don't want to say controversy, but there's a, there's been a big discussion about is it, you know, culinary school or no culinary school. Like if you're wanting to make a career in food, whether it's, you know, I mean, I guess it's one thing to be like the manager of a restaurant or something, but if you're specifically wanting to cook food in some fashion for a living, I didn't realize there was like a, 
a, de- a debate about should you go to culinary school or should you, you know, kind of work your way up and learn through experience. And it sounds like that's what you did. Yep. But what's your what's your your take on that? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's really good there. The, you know, through my experience, I really like you know I'm a, you know I'm a like I'm a visual person and mm-hmm. a do type person for mm-hmm. when it comes to learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think like you know from the small amount of knowledge that I know about culinary school yeah. is it's not just the culinary techniques. Mm-hmm. But also, I know they delve into like restaurant management and like, you know, how to actually get your inventory stuff set. Like there's, besides the cooking part, I feel like yeah. there's a whole nother aspect of culinary school. That's true, yeah. That I feel like probably doesn't get addressed as mm-hmm. much. Um, you know, that stuff, again, you know, I think, you know, pretty much most jobs you can probably learn on the job outside of, you know, like, there's like, you know, I don't want my brain surgeon to do on the yeah. job training, yeah. but you know. yeah. Certain things, you know, you kind of, you can get, you know, it helps having that experience through. And so, you know, what I've seen and I, I think is really cool is we've had a couple younger people that are starting a culinary school program. Mm-hmm. And then while they're in it, you know, they're volunteering at the classroom or mm-hmm. like maybe they're working as, you know, a dishwasher downtown at a restaurant. And so I think like if you can find the magic middle mm-hmm. of both, that's probably the real key. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think you could go either route. Mm-hmm. And end up in a great spot. Yeah. Because the thing that I've heard, and I mean, I've done neither. I've never worked at a restaurant of any kind. And I've never, I've never gone to culinary school. But the kind of, the pros of each one is like, it seems like culinary school is kind of obvious. Like you're going to learn from an expert in some fashion. And you're going to learn, you know, kind of like in regular school. Like you're going to learn learn the core of what mm-hmm. you need to know. Like, like the very basics and build from there. But it seems like to me, like the route that you went where you more learn from experience you're going to have your mess ups and you're like, those are going to be deliberate and you're going to have, well, not deliberate necessarily, but you're going to have, you know, mistakes and, 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 uh, kind of hiccups along the way. But you also will, I would imagine have a little bit more room for creativity. At least in my mind, that would make sense because I am a, so whenever I first started trying to learn how to cook and and like put things to not just like, you know, heat up meat on a stove, but like actually put a, a, a dish together. Uh, I was a very like, okay, I've got to go exactly by the recipe. Like if they say one cup of this or, you know, 10 grams of this, like I'm going to be exact to that, which that's important at times, but also there's room for changing things up. Like there, there's room for interpretation and room for, uh, you know, I guess experimentation would be, uh, yeah. a, 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 uh, an adequate word for that, you know? Uh, and so, to me, that seems like there may be more room for that aspect of cooking if you were to learn just on your own through experience in a in a restaurant or something like what you did. You know, is that does that make does that seem like no? You're fine. Go okay. for it. No, no. I was like, I was it. waiting for a pause. But no, okay, we can edit that out. No, you're fine. No, for for all for anybody that's listening, uh, Chef Ted is a human and is drinking water, so don't be don't be too surprised. No, it was funny. I got a squeaky water bottle. No, I did I did one interview and they're like, oh, I think my chair is squeaking. I was like, it's okay. It's like oh, go for it. I, I heard like, mine like squeak twice. And no, I was like, oh no, no, I just ruined his intro. No. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. No, don't worry about it. But uh, but but yeah, I mean, does that seem to be the case for like? Do you think that? And I could be totally wrong. Like I said, I've never worked in a restaurant nor have I gone to culinary school. But like, what's your, in in your experience, do you think there's more room for kind of learning your own style and learning about the creativity in the kitchen just through experience rather than as opposed to culinary school? Yeah. The, I think, you know, since I haven't worked in a classic kitchen either, I feel like I have like an odd career route too, you know. You're not like in a high paced like restaurant necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost like. It's like I skipped culinary school and went to be a culinary teacher. Yeah, yeah. And so, and had to bypass that part yeah. and kind of pick it up as I went. But I think, you know, again, culinary school, getting those core basics, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, if someone was like, hey, I need you to make a perfect brunoise right now mm-hmm. out of this onion, yeah, I would probably pause for a quick second and be like, all right, brunoise. <laughs> oh, yeah, eighth of an inch, you know, yeah. little things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's, you know, I'd like to think as time goes on, they probably, you know, give you some form of like, okay, here's a base. Yeah. Like, um, you know, one big thing we talk about in the classroom is like, you know, we use a lot of, we, we still use a lot of French terms like mm-hmm. in a kitchen. And so. Or brunois. Like brunois, yeah. <laughs> something that's French. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so like uh, an example I used actually last night in, uh, in class, because we did sushi. Mm-hmm. We had to make a, you know, a sweet soy sauce to go over the, all the rolls and mm-hmm. stuff. And so. 
and you know we use the term nappe mm-hmm. to describe a, a thickness of a sauce mm-hmm. and so once you know what that part is which would be a really good part you know i'd learn that as i went but in culinary school i'm sure they have a whole like section under sauces mm-hmm. and things where it's like you know your chef can be like make this sauce and then if you verify consistency they'll just be like nappe and that's yeah. the only thing they'll tell you yeah or you know you'll get an onion and it'll be like julienne mm-hmm. and like that's your only instruction because mm-hmm. everything means something mm-hmm. very specific yeah <clears throat> um as for <clears throat> there we go yeah water went down the right hand <laughs> <laughs> um you know restaurant wise you know I've, I've had a few friends that kind of work on the backside there i know you know a lot of people will like spend that time outside of work or like maybe you know they come in and they have like a little extra stuff on the side and they'll like that's where they'll kind of play with things mm-hmm. and kind of delve out there. Yeah. Um, you know, at the classroom, we have the recipe sheet that we give mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. which, you know, when we start out the class, it's like measure this exactly, yeah. you yeah. know, like it, it very much, <laughs> I can tell you if you haven't gone to, the, which I, I would, I would say this, <laughs> if you are in the Chattanooga area, I would definitely, I'm not just saying this because you're right in front of me, but it, <laughs> it was a, it's really fun. Like if you're wanting to learn just, or just have a fun time or just have a good meal. It is a fun, like I would highly recommend, what's the name of it? It's a, is it sweet and savory? Uh, sweet and savory class. Okay. Right. I always get the two mixed up. I'm like, is it savory and sweet or sweet and savory? But, uh, it's a really fun time. And I, I have, I still have my, uh, I have a picture of the first one that I went to like years ago and I still have the one from, from the French cooking class. Physical because, copy. Yeah, I yep. still have it, still have it in my apartment. So I'll, I'll break it out at some point and, yeah. and, and make everything again. And it's like, okay, follow this recipe yeah. that we've given you. Yeah. And then, you know, measure all the good stuff out, have it at the ready. <clears throat> and then you'll see like a line at the bottom that says like salt and pepper to taste. Mm-hmm. And that's like the scariest thing people will see. Yeah. They'll be like, what does to taste mean? Or it's like, <laughs> I've never seen a to taste spoon, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> you know, how much is that? I've, I've heard that before. Like, and so, you know, the, when those scenarios happen, it's like, all right, cool. Let's, let's talk about what that means. And then we yeah. like, then we like to break things down a yeah. whole bunch. And so yeah. that's where like, where I got to learn what to taste means mm-hmm. is I would do my best to make it, you know, follow kind of like the core principles of, you know, seizing the taste, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm purpose going to leave this out in case someone wants to learn how to season the taste and then come <laughs> to the classroom. We can talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. shameless plug. Yeah. 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 Totally shameless yeah. plug. Yeah. And then, but you know, it would start off and be like, you know, Hey chef, Jeff, taste this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I got this right. Yeah. And then he'd just be like, you know, needs blah or you're short on this mm-hmm. or check it again. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it was like, yep, that's good. And then, you know, I'd confirm a few more things. And then would be like, it's too salty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, getting used to, like, your personal palate changing over mm-hmm. time is yeah. a big thing. Yeah. And I think at home, like, that's a thing that, you know, even even adults, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, your palate's going to evolve a little bit yeah. as you work through some of these yeah. things. Um, but I do get to, you know, I think I get a lot of creative freedom at the classroom. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the, let's say... Yeah. Believe it or not, not every recipe turns out perfect. Really? <laughs> I have uh, I have a container of granola bars in the back of the room. I've never had to break it out, but it's there just in case, you know. So so like, wait, you mean to tell me like if you're <clears throat> let's let's say we're making like if we burned everything you know, beef wellingtons and like everything gets burnt and you say, "Well, we do have these instead." <laughs> yeah. You know, if you know, in my mind and then, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, chef Jeff, he kind of like told me this philosophy. He's like it doesn't matter if we burn every single dish in the house, as long as people had a good time and they're yeah. happy. Yeah. You know, we'll have granola bars and wine or something, you know, like, and we'll let that roll out or yeah. something. And, um, you know, hopefully if every beef Wellington burns, that's yeah. probably on us. <laughs> you know, we're, we're watching the stoves to help Ooh, out. That but, would be a scene. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like if something happens, it's like, how can we adapt to it? And yeah. so the, um, you know, Sarah's like that, just like really. I think have helped me grow exponentially faster mm. than what I might have in like a culinary school background mm. because you know if someone comes up to you and says oh I messed all of these up what do we do now yeah it's like oh these were all of the you know the cucumbers yeah. that we're going to turn into pickles you yeah. know we're going to use that as an example yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like eh, we're not going to throw out all the pickles or yeah. cucumbers we're going to figure this out and so yeah. no I remember so whenever <laughs> hopefully that answered that question no no, no, no <laughs> I felt like I went roundabout for a bit no no I love I love roundabout it no I, I told someone they were asking me one time they're like is it hard doing podcasts I was like well it's it's easy if someone gives me like a, like a, just a, a, an answer to mm-hmm. anything but if I'm like hey what is this good or bad and they're just like no or yes I'm like, well, <laughs> 
Okay. I don't know what work. I don't really have anything to go off from that. So no, you're you're fine. But uh, I remember when when we went to the class. So I I don't know how we found our way over to the station we were at, but we were making I think the base of the ratatouille uh, and veggie, I, uh, doing all the veggie prep. Yes, yes. I was like that. I'm pretty sure that's what we were doing. And I was I somehow ended up with the red onions. And I remember you. I don't know. You probably don't remember this because you've done a lot of classes since. This, but I remember this. Yeah, you, uh, I'd like raised my hand or something and you walked over to me and I was like, Hey, I was like, what, what is, you know, I cut onions before I was like, what exactly do you want me to do with this? And I think you said something like, Oh, this needs to be Julienne. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And uh, in, in the back of my head, I was like, Oh, there's a little bit of pressure on me now. Like he's using like the, he's using like the real words and like, I'm, I'm like in the kitchen now, you know, which normally I don't <laughs> use that as an answer. And so like. My mind was probably elsewhere when you asked me that, and it was like an autopilot reflex. Yeah. Like yeah. it'd be like, um, you know, like if an assistant asked me a question like that, I'm like, oh yeah, we just Julie yeah. on that. Yeah, and I'm like, and then I like kind of start walking away. Yeah, you know? and then uh, then sometimes I do things like that, and I'll be like, oh yeah, just mince it up, and I'll start walking away. And then someone, you know, you know, it doesn't click in my mind that like sometimes it's like, oh wait, no, no, we got to go like, yeah, we're going to step one. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, let's talk about how you get to a man. Yeah. you know, little yeah. things. Like, and the same thing with the Julianne. Yeah. It's like. It's like, oh no, yeah, that's a that's a good question. Actually, I don't think we julienne red onions in the ratatouille. I don't know. Well, whatever. It was some word that I. The, the thing that got me was whatever you said. <laughs> I I had heard it before. Like it wasn't like I'd never heard it. Okay. And so I was like, I sat there and I was like, I've heard no, this maybe before, and maybe I was like, I've heard this before. I should know what it is. I feel but like I'm I need like, to pull up my phone and look up all my recipes okay. real quick. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, but no, it's, it, it was funny. It was like I was sitting. I was like, I should know what this is, and I don't want to be like. <laughs> I don't want to be that person that's like, how do you cut an onion? Like, you know, I, I want to have like a little bit of like a structure to it. But there was, a, I was just like, at some point I was like, I'm just going to have to make sure like we're on the same page here, you know? And then, I, yeah. And then, you know, at, at the end, I remember you're like, yeah, just cut it like this and it'll, it'll be good. I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's not, not too much pressure on this though. I actually love it um, yeah. when someone's like, I have no clue what to do. Yeah. Because in my brain, that's like, all right, there's zero bad habits. We yeah. have to out like train out. <laughs> and it's like, all right, if you just do this for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's going to be so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's like one of the ways we teach too. It's, it's not just like core cooking competencies Mm -hmm. and things like that. It's like, Hey, if you just change how you hold your hands when you're, you know, grating cheese and how you hold the thing, Mm -hmm. your wrist is going to hurt less by the time you grate the end of that block, you know, little things like that. Or, you know, if you just cut with this part of the knife, instead of this part of the knife, you know, you only got to raise the knife like a quarter inch versus two inches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, so I have, I've made it a deliberate effort. I mean, I grew up in the South, so like I'm, I'm used to, I haven't cooked a ton of like traditional Southern, you know, I didn't cook a lot of them growing up, but like mm-hmm. I've, that's what I'm used to eating whenever I was growing up. But now that I'm like cooking on my own more, I've made a deliberate effort to try and like, you know, learn dishes from other, you know, countries and stuff like that. And like it broadened my horizons some, you know, and there've been some that I've found that I'm good like i'm I'm better at than others but for you specifically was there ever a specific like dish or style of food that was like particularly it was like really hard for you to figure out or like it, it was just a, mm. real, a, a difficult one for you to kind of get the hang of uh percent yeah the uh working with like doughs in general mm-hmm. um the very first dough i ever made was a ramen noodle dough Oh geez, and I know, right? That's a starting off. That's why. Yeah. That's why I like went to like that sounds actually like there's learn. a lot of finesse to that. That's yeah, what it well, sounds like in my in my head. Kind of, and so it's like, you know, that was when I was like still like, <clears throat> even like taking the classes and working like as a volunteer, mm-hmm. and so, but my dough was so bad. The instructor at the time, um, Chef Rika, uh, she used my dough as an example of what not to do <laughs> <laughs> when you're making a dough. It was this like so, so wait, sticky, was, wet nightmare. Was like this was this were, at the time? Were you like at at the? Was this somewhere else? This was at, at the classroom. Oh, this was at the classroom. Yeah, I was okay. I was taking the ramen class while I was volunteering in the you know on the side, yeah. and that moment right there like solidified like I'm gonna figure out doughs. Yeah. Like I'm gonna get doughs down. Yeah. Because like this was it was so bad, <laughs> and so now like when I teach doughs in classes, I'm like. Oh, y'all's does look way better than my first time. Yeah. You know, like there's a little jealousy in there yeah. too. I'm like, man, why does yeah. it work out for you guys so well? Yeah. But you know, I still, uh, uh I, I love to joke around with uh, Rika when I see her there about that. And we have a lot, cause then she's like, you know, along with that, there was like, there was other compliments, but I was like, yeah. poke at that one. And, yeah. Um, but I love working with does now. It's yeah. a, it's a lot of fun on yeah. that side. And then, oh man, another thing that was kind of a, 
Let's see. There was one other item that was like kind of like rough to get down at first. And I'm trying to think. I'm totally brain farting on it. Well, It'll pop back in like five minutes. <laughs> well, no, the, the reason I, I, I'm glad you said dough is because, so I've recently dabbled in, in baking a little bit. I haven't done like any desserts or mm-hmm. anything, but I've done a couple breads uh, and they've so far, they've all turned out the way I wanted them to turn out. Nice. Uh, and, and so I, I've, I've been very happy with that, but I'm still like cautiously like, I don't want, cause I know baking is like, you know, you're like one little, little bit off and it, it can like, oh, yeah. you know, it can be a train wreck. And so I've been, I've been very like, you know, I want to make sure I'm doing it all and make sure I follow the steps and stuff because I want, I want it to turn out good. Uh, but, but so far I've made, uh, I've made a couple di- a couple different loaves of bread and I made, a, I've made one, uh, is it focaccia? Is that focaccia. You oh, it's so good. I made it one time and I, I loved it. It was, I want to make it again, like a, mm. either make it just whole or make it like a whole pizza. Like I want to do it like a, like a big oh, sheet yeah. pan that'd pizza. Be, so I'll try that out. Cool crust. Uh, but it is, oh, it's so good. I loved it so much. I'm a, I love making focaccia. I actually, uh, I've like over the last, oh geez, it's probably been almost a year, at least a year now that I've been making all the focaccia for the classroom. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when the week comes around, it's like, oh, I need two pans of focaccia. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe Monday morning, that's what I'm doing after I get groceries yeah. or something. And, you know, it started out with, you know, I have a, we use a Chef Heather. Mm-hmm. She's our pastry chef, Chef Jeff's wife, mm-hmm. you know, co-owner. Um, I had, we used her notebook. And the best part about her notes, as you can tell, they were written by her. <laughs> And cause is that, is that a good thing or, or, or a bad thing? It's, it's a good thing because <laughs> ne- if one year ago you would ask me that, I'd be like, this, <laughs> this is hard, <laughs> but it's a, it's essentially a list of ingredients mm-hmm. and then a few steps. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it might say like, do the X method mm-hmm. or mix until it looks like this. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. And lo- and so it's like, it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is this right? Is this right? And I'm pretty sure I sent like 10 text messages yeah. and pictures to be like, is this how the dough should look? Like, <laughs> am I doing this right? Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, I love making focaccia mm-hmm. in my free time. Yeah. You know, you take the extra time to, you know, roast some garlic, mm-hmm. get like the fancy little cherry tomatoes that oh, are multicolored yeah. yes. and you just yeah. kind of like drop them in there, yeah. Yeah. you know, and spend, slather it with olive oil, spend a little yeah. bit extra money on really good olive oil mm-hmm. and, you know, when you eat it, not when you cook it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put your nice olive oil when you cook things. <laughs> if that's my one advice for some people. One piece you know? of advice, yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, don't use the good olive oil to cook. <laughs> yeah. Um, something I, I do want to ask you about. So, like I said, I, I, I've i loved food my whole life. I mean, I've never, there have been very few dishes that I've, I've not been a fan of. Uh, and as I've gotten older, like I said, I've, I've been cooking more. But I... I guess like I, I took a bit of a like unor- I don't know what a traditional approach to look to like getting into cooking would be, but I feel like I took a bit of an unorthodox approach because I, I got really into it by like I'll go really in deep on something like I'll find something and be like oh I'm gonna like I'm gonna like learn a lot about this and for some reason uh, like food YouTube really piqued my interest at mm, one point like yeah. I would just watch just constantly over and over and it'd be like it'd be things that I would never make it'd just be like these like incredibly complex things but like oh this is interesting like I just it'd be like, like some like crazy babish oh, video or yes, something yes, you know yeah. and he'd yeah. be like yeah you just have, you know on step 34 you're gonna get this thing and do that and I'm like I'm never gonna do this but this is really cool now and, I went through I definitely went through one of those like YouTube video yeah. binges early on when yeah. I was starting work like Every now and then I'll just like throw it on in the background just to listen because it's kind of fun to listen yeah, to. Like yeah. I'm not even like watching what's happening. It's kind of it's kind of like elevator music. Like, yeah, it's, it's just like kinda, it's just going yeah. on. It's very you know passive cooking yeah. sounds yeah. are like relaxing to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a way to describe it. And so, but no, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, and you watch some of those and you're like, I wonder if I could do that. Yeah, you know, like yeah, if well, I. That- if I took some time. Yeah. Well, no, that was the thing with me. Like I was watching, you, you specifically mentioned Babish's videos and like, there's one in particular that I still, I watch it every now and then because it's, it's absurd, but he makes a, a hat that's made out of tortilla chips. It's from one of the minions movies. Uh-huh. I've never, I've not seen it, but it's a tortilla chip hat that you then fill like some kind of dipping sauce in I it. I feel and, like and he I makes saw it. this and I was watching, I was like, 
I don't think anybody's ever going to do that. Like, no, no one person's going to be like, hey, honey, tonight we're having tortilla chip hat. Like, you know, nobody, yeah. no, no person <laughs> is going to do this. But then there, it's a, but it was just so like, I have to see him do, like, I have to see if he's to watch the process. Yeah, I was like, this is just kind of insane, you know? But then there, there then came a point where I was like, you know, there'd be a few things I was like, that's not like that complicated. Or like, that doesn't mm-hmm. look too difficult. Like, I think I could probably do that, you know? I think that's a yeah. really good way to like, almost like, <clears throat> get into cooking yeah, yeah is when you find a dish that either one just catches your eye you're yeah. like you know wow that's super cool like yeah. i'm gonna use flambe as an example because who doesn't like lighting their food on fire yeah, on yeah. purpose yeah yeah and um you know like when you see flambe's you're like oh, i bet that would be so cool yeah to do yeah and then like things like that the tortilla chip yeah. hat you're like you know i just kind of want to make it to like say that i did yeah you know like get a <laughs> yeah. picture of it you know yeah. you throw it up on social just to be like made a tortilla chip hat yeah and yeah. you know rolling off that and the i feel like i remember watching the one where it's uh the meat tornado oh the one the part that's from what, parks, that's and parks and rec series and yes and so i remember that and i was like but then like the number of meats that he actually yeah. went to get in that video well, i was like wow he, he also he in the in the parks and rec video so if you have I would highly recommend if you're listening to this and haven't watched it, just look up uh, meat tornado like cooking tutorial, <laughs> and you'll you'll know the video we're talking about. But in he references the actual scene in Parks and Rec where I, I'm assuming it's Ron Swanson, and he's like, "Yeah, this meat tornado is it, it can you know there's like a one in five chance it'll kill a man or, like or something yeah. last month." And but... so whenever he like starts to actually make it, he calls up a doctor and he's like, "In theory, could this kill an individual?" And he was like, "Under the right circumstances." <laughs> You know, if the weather is right, technically, yes. And he's like, that's all I needed to hear. And he, he just goes with it. And it's it's so absurd. But, like, you can't look away from it, you know. And it, it's kind of hilarious, you know. Yeah, no. And then, um, you know, a lot of those, um, like, when it comes to, like, cooking YouTube, uh, I remember watching a lot of Babish's videos, like, early on. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, started coming up with, like, the little side stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, basics with Babish yeah. pops in my head. Yeah. And it's like a shameless plug for him now yeah. as I'm thinking about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, but if, if he ever listens to this, you're welcome. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you ever listen yeah. to this yeah. podcast, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but, um, you know, he covers like, you know, even if like some of the things we teach might be slightly different, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I know we teach things, you know, slightly different probably than what other people learn here and there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I heard that. Yeah. That was, uh, I apologize for that. I don't know what, what just unholy noise just came out of my throat, but I, I, I don't know if I should leave that in or not, but I might, I might just because that was like like Alien Four. It was. Just happened. I don't know what just happened to me, but so, anyways. Uh, but uh, <laughs> when you like see basics videos like that, I really like that because then like I think watching intro videos or like watching a knife skills video or mm-hmm. watching you know how to break apart a chicken, mm-hmm. you know those things I feel like are what really start locking people into one like cook more at home because. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's like the fear of what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you can go buy the ingredients. Yeah, but then once the ingredients are sitting on your countertop, yeah, it's exactly. how do you not put it in the refrigerator and yeah. ignore it for two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, no, you need to use those peppers you bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was funny. I I had I had a moment like that where I I wanted to cook something, and I don't remember what it was that drew me to wanting <clears> to cook this. And I don't remember specifically who. It, I mean, there's you can find multiple videos of of this particular dish. But it was, uh, it was, I think it's called shakshuka. Is that, have you heard of that before? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's like a simmered tomato dish yes. with eggs and yes. stuff. I've yes. made it once. Yes. So for some reason I was really like, I want to make that. Like I've, I've never even seen it or heard of it before. And it, like, if you, if you're listening and you haven't heard of this, it's really good. Like it looks kind of funny, but it's like this. Oh, it's delicious. It's yeah. It, it looks a little funny, but it's really good. Like it, it's like this tomato that like tomato based vegetable dish with these cracked eggs on top of it. And you cook it in the oven or at least, at least I did. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the first time I tried to make it. I learned real quick that, you know, you're going to make mistakes at some point because I was, I was like trying to be Uber, like everything is ready. Like, you know, I just got to follow the steps now. I've got everything in separated in the, like, you know, all that's, the spices and everything. That's the and, best thing too. Like yeah. get, get that prep done. Yeah. Well, I had all the prep done, but then, you know, I'd gotten to the point where I had cooked everything and like I'd, I'd like sauteed the vegetables and done everything that needed to be done. And the only thing left to do was I'd put it in the oven and set it for however long and then pull it out and it was done. I was like, okay, <laughs> just put it in there and do it. And I put it in there and let's say it was like 20 minutes or something. I don't know. Put it in there 
And like 10 minutes into it, I look on the counter and I was like, that's a bowl of all the spices I was supposed to put inside uh, of that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what have I done? So you just had like a pot I, of tomatoes, onions. Well, no, and... it wasn't that. It was like the dry spices. Okay. It was it was like a bowl and I had mixed them all together and I was like, oh, I can't like, like I can't unseparate them. You know, it's like they're all mixed together now. I mean, like, I, guess, I guess I yeah. could go and try. I was like, what am I going to do? And so in a moment of like panic, I just pulled it out and like, tossed all the spices on top of it just put it back in i was like let's hope that works <laughs> like like you like sprinkled it over kind of thing I, I tried or like, to, yeah you know it's it, like you're putting like some like parmesan yeah. on top of your pizza slice yeah, kind yeah. of thing going on yeah i, I tried to but it, in, in the end it was still i thought it was good i mean it didn't taste bad but you mm-hmm. could tell that something was off because when you pulled it out there was just like this weird mass of spices yeah. like on top of it and and my girlfriend was like what happened here? I was like, I'll, I'll tell you later. So uh, I ended up redeeming myself later and made it correctly and properly. So like scale yeah. one to 10, how'd you say you did the first time? Um, I mean, technically speaking, I, I, I did forget to put the, the, the spices incorrectly. So I was, I don't want to say it wasn't a failure. It still tastes good, but it was definitely not correct. But the second time, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I would, I would, nice. I would, on a, I mean, I, I would feel comfortable for me personally giving it like a like a seven or an eight. Like I thought there it was pretty go. good. Yeah, it, it was something that I would feel like I would order it at a restaurant. It's kind of my my guess, you know, my range. Like, yeah. would I would I if I was given this at a restaurant, would I eat it? And if my answer is yes, I'm like, okay, hey, I'll, I'll roll with it. You know, it's probably not perfect, but it's good enough for me. You know, um, but yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, I was hoping to find a picture of the one I did, but I can't find it to no. save my life right now. <clears throat> no, it's fine. I found like a bunch of weird food that I made. Like I made a ramen pizza. I found that picture. A ramen pizza? How yeah. does that happen? So the every now and then to like keep me on my toes, so to speak. You'll like do something crazy. Just, yeah, yeah, but I'll tell my friends like what should I do? Mm-hmm. And then I just let them go to town. And so they like picked ramen and pizza as like my topics. And so one day I made a pizza ramen. It was absolutely like so wait, wait, was never... it was it pizza flavored like pizza? Was it a ramen dish that tastes like pizza or was it pretty pizza much that like tastes a, like, like ramen? A, the goal was to make the broth have like a a saucy taste, but oh. then it was pizza toppings on top. Except I made the mistake of doing like all monochromatic colors, and so it was <laughs> like you know visually you're like hmm. You know, I don't know. How so I like everything was like red or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely have a picture of that mm-hmm. I can show you on here. And then on the other side, the ramen pizza, which was delicious. So this is an actual pizza, like, like an actual pizza that has like ramen toppings. Yeah. On it. Oh, that looks really good. Oh, it's delicious. Oh man. Okay. If there's not a recipe for this, I'm, I, I, I'm, I would not be upset if the, if, if I, if you had made a recipe for this and, and you know, it existed. I just but made homemade pizza dough, made my favorite ramen toppings, you know, and just it threw like a light layer of noodles yeah. and then like the sauce I cooked the chicken in became the pizza sauce. Yeah. And so it was like this like sweet soy sauce as yeah. the base. And yeah. But see this this looks like something that would you would see at a restaurant. Like I feel like that would not be I mean it's it's not traditional. You know, like okay. an Italian is gonna roll over in their grave like, yeah, seeing like, that. But like, they'd be like, What did you just do to like yeah. my beautiful <laughs> Yeah. But like I feel like that's something that you could you could justify at a restaurant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To some degree. I mean maybe like some weird like Here we go. This, like see this Italian this was the fusion. other side of that equation it's oh, yeah. not as pretty yeah like, it is very monochromatic <laughs> but i'm sure it's good you know i mean it, lo- it looks good to me i would i would try it at the very least i wouldn't make it again but i'm yeah. glad i tried it once <laughs> <laughs> so what would so, you what would you give the rating for that like a monochromatic aside the, the, the ramen one itself I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna give it like a a 5.5 on a good day okay that, out, of t- out of 10 out of 10 okay okay yeah. that, like, that pizza like though i'm giving like a, a solid like 8.5 i think i think that should be like <clears> one of your next classes like you should be like mystery night like we're gonna we're not gonna tell you what we're gonna make we're just gonna, gonna draw from a hand we're gonna do fu- <laughs> we're gonna do fusions like we're gonna pick two different things and then mix them together and see if we can figure it out on the spot you know i feel like a fun thing to like create an event on yeah yeah so it'd be really hard to shop groceries though yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just just send somebody there and say just pick out whatever you whatever you, yeah. you you're feeling at the moment. Just, Essentially, like yeah. make us a mystery box, yeah. but we'll figure it out from there. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, another thing I love to do, and this might be a good thing for like anyone at home, is uh, I like to just grab a cookbook mm-hmm. and flip open to a random page, and wherever it lands is what I'm having mm-hmm. for like either dinner that night or the next night. Yeah, I want it. You don't have to pick what you're cooking, which is great. Yeah. You know, go through that hassle. But two, you know, if it's like, you know, 
maybe you're having banh mi burgers one night or something, you know, a little, mm-hmm. little fun stuff like that. And then it's like, would you have made that if you didn't like try and like just dip out of the comfort zone just a hair? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a, that's a fun way to like start yeah. cooking more. At yeah. Home. Yeah. No, I, I, I would also, and this is coming from someone who is not a, you know, professional chef by any means, uh, and you know, has no corporate training to any degree, but you know, the thing that I've, that's helped me is like not being afraid of like something you've never even tried before. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite things that I, I, I make it very consistently now. It's an Indian dish. I think it's called doll. I want to say it's called that. I think it's like D-A-H-L. It's a very, it's like rice and a lentil based dish. And it's very simple to make, but it's so good. And I, but like on the surface, if you're someone like me who's from Southeast Tennessee and has eaten, you know, biscuits and gravy your whole life, like thinking of like, oh yeah, we're going to make Indian food tonight. It's like, oh, that's, I don't, what, what's that going to be? You know? So like not being afraid to try out like new things. I know that's very easy to say, but like not being afraid to just say, Hey, we're just going to give this, you know, this totally new country a try and see what it's like. I think that's, you know, it's worth trying new places like that. And then when you do things like that, you can order like the closest thing, like Mm -hmm. visually, like controversial phrase, biscuits and gravy. When you think about it, like if you take pita and then some like really good, like Mm. curry based dip, let's use like chana masala or something like that. Mm. And if you did the pita in that, that's essentially, you know, a version of like biscuits and gravy. Mm -hmm. It's a bread and a dip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, starting out nice and easy there yeah. would be uh, a solid route. And then um, uh, my, oh, this, this is a good rule that, like, you could try. If it's, like, a food you're like, I don't know if I'm ever going to eat that, like, ever. Yeah. Is I always tell them, uh, the kids in my classes I have a three-bite rule. Mm-hmm. And so the first bite you take, you're going to be like, I'm not going to like this no matter what. Yeah, yeah. The second bite you're going to take, you're like, okay. I promise I take three bites. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. Yeah. And you know, it's going to be, eh, you know, yeah. but then the third bite is what I call the honest bite. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's probably how you actually feel about the flavor. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, after three bites, you know, it's, it's cool if you don't like it, Yeah. but try it again down the line. See yeah. if your, you know, your flavors change. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, you said the word spe- specifically, you said the word controversial. I'm glad you did because I, I wanted to ask you, do you personally have any like, <laughs> food hot takes like any like i will not eat this or like this is like the worst thing on planet earth and i don't care what anybody says or like oh this food combination it deserves to be recognized or anything like that and i'll mm-hmm. i'll give you i'll give you let me let me think of one uh like for example i know one of my friends back and this doesn't like this is a very low bar uh but one of my friends from back home he he probably still does but he loved getting like chips just like any kind of potato chip and mm-hmm. he would dip them in a1 sauce and i thought that was the strangest thing and he was like he swore about it he was like no it's good i'm telling you like you gotta try it and i tried it and i was like he's got a point like it's not that bad oh, you know yeah. but like on the surface it's kind of weird so and it doesn't have to be like that low yeah. of a bar but like do you personally have any like any like hot takes when it comes to comes to food? i'd say when it comes to like weird combos mm-hmm. um mm- so backstory, my dad uh, used to have like, you know, no longer with us, but the he had a swallowing difficulty. And mm-hmm. so he would eat peanut butter and maple syrup together. That doesn't sound bad. And when you look at it, though, it's like. I'm sure it looks a little funny. It looks a little weird. Yeah. You know, I usually don't mix up. Yeah. You know, but it's super good. Peanut yeah. butter with just a little maple syrup oh, yeah. below top. Yeah. So good. Looks weird, but yeah. delicious. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to like food food, um, I'm not a huge fan of like things that are not standard items that get pickled oh like okay so pickled like eggs oh. pickled like you know pig's feet or something have you seen videos of people eating pickled pig's feet yeah and those like are, those are like the most repulsive but hilarious videos i've ever seen yeah and it's like it's like okay if you know if i had to i, I would eat it but i'm i'm definitely not going to go out of my way to purchase that item like would, even i'm going to draw like, the line of pickled pig's feet i'm not going to do i've seen videos of that i'm not i'm, I'm going to draw the line there i'm not a picky person yeah, but, you already don't like pickles so yeah, you know yeah <laughs> i don't think changing it to pork from yeah, cucumber is going to yeah, help you out there yeah but yeah i feel like <clears throat> weird like you can pickle anything yeah it, pretty much. it doesn't mean you have to yeah you know that's, yeah. that's what i think and so the uh, that's that's probably my that hot is, take that should, that should go on a shirt you can that's pickle right. anything but you do not have to <laughs> exactly yeah maybe that should be in that section too yeah. of the store and so and it's it's not i, I don't know if it's technically a form of pickling but like um 
you know, in the Midwest, and I believe it's, I believe this is a Swedish dish. Uh, it's Ludafisk? No, German. I, I, you, you can tell me whatever, it's, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like essentially this like fish lie thing, mm-hmm. and it smells absolutely horrible, but mm-hmm. it is like a cultural dish. Yeah. And I, I tried it one time, and I'm like, One's enough. Yeah, I didn't even need the three bite rule I there. I was just, like, <laughs> yeah, I think, I've, I think I'll just I'll just call it quits there. But yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm say like weird things that get pickled is my like so, hot, food hot take. So do you like pickled things though? Like do you oh, like, yeah. like like pickles and like yeah. I don't know, like like a big thing down here is like pickled okra. Like, like have you ever had that before? I haven't had pickled okra yet, yeah. but I mean I'll fight someone for the extra pickle spear you know <laughs> that comes on the tray and like things like that. You know I love um yeah we do this like hot and sweet spicy pickle mm-hmm. uh for like our burger class and mm-hmm. things and man i'll eat those all day because we also like we pickle some red onions some mm-hmm. bell pepper mm-hmm. and like those are other like veggies that when they get pickled they change their flavor pretty good and mm-hmm. it's delicious yeah maybe that's your secret maybe i'd like just try like other veggies that have been pickled well so <laughs> me personally so I'm, I'm a little weird when it comes to pick pickled things because i actually love pickled red onions i make oh, them all yeah. the time i love pickled red onions okay. but i can't I, I I have a like like a it, I don't know how to explain like a like a like a dill pickle. It just like it, I just mm-hmm. do not. I've never liked it in my. But like I, I, it's weird. You now, know? Do you like, like dill and other stuff? Like I want is like I don't cook with it a lot. I remember I don't know. Do you like I'm, tzatziki sauce? I do. Okay, yes. so I, mean, probably, I don't make a lot. You're of probably stuff cool with dill then. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I think me and dill get along. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I've never liked pickles. And so, and however, I will say, let the record stand. <laughs> That recently, my fiance's mom made some bread and butter pickles, and she's gonna hear this, so she'll 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 want me to say this. And I did try them, and they I did enjoy them. Like I, I can say that confidently. Now, at the time, okay. I was I was a little bit in denial. I was like, I've I've not liked pickles my whole life. Like I can't start liking them now. You know, like I've been I've, I've been like I've stood on that. Yeah, like this has been the the hill that I've died on for my whole life, and like now you're giving me one that's like I kind of like it. So like. I'm not fully pickle, you know, I'm not like 100% pro pickle game, you know, at this point, <laughs> but like that particular one was pretty good. So I was, I'm, okay. I'm willing to admit that now, but I mean, I bet she's like super happy. To yeah. She's going to so, get it. She's, she's, I can tell you, she's like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew he was going to like that. Shout but, out to your fiance's mom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I've never been a, aside from that, uh, I've never been like a big dill pickle fan or anything like that, mm-hmm. but like. You give me a jar, like I kid you not, I have a, a giant jar of pickled red onions in my fridge in my apartment right now. Like I put them on everything. Them I love out. them. They're so good. I love them. They can put them on anything and they're so good, you know? Uh, and they're like bright pink. Like, you know, it's. Oh, yeah. They have a nice color. Yeah. Time, yeah. yeah. Which is. Providing you do red onions. Yeah. 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 I'm using, <laughs> talking about red onions, which I think the name red onion is kind of hilarious because if you pickle them, they're bright pink and on their own, they're. You caramelize more, them, they turn purple. Yeah, and, well, yeah. on their own, they kind of look purple. Like they don't, they yeah. look more purple than red. You know, at least to me, it's like someone yeah. looked at like the dried skin on the outside. And they're like, "Yep, red onion. There we yeah. go, good yeah. enough." And then they opened it up. They're like, "Oh no, it was purple." Oh, wait a minute, no, I meant to say purple. And it's like, nope, you said it now. It's in the history books now. It's we like, use um, it. have you seen? You know, like how there's different colored bell peppers. Yes, you know, out there, yeah. and you know, there's one, uh, you know, breed that sometimes gets sold in stores. It's purple on the outside, but green on the inside. I have not seen that. And there's so, a purple one. Yeah. And so it's like a purple color, but when you cut it open, it looks like a green bell pepper. I so it's like that. it's green, you know, on the flesh on the inside, and then the skin is purple. That's like some whole food stuff. I haven't, I haven't seen it's, that one uh, before. The, usually, I like run into it like a sometimes at farmers market. I don't know if I've seen it here in Chattanooga, but like would, at grocery stores, like back home, would occasionally have it yeah. in like time of the year. And but yeah, it was like first time I bought that. I was like, oh, this would be such a cool like combo to throw. And then I cut it open, it was green. I was like, that's not what I wanted. It's like, what like, is happening now? You're having like a, it's like, like, yeah. I was fully ready to like add this purple color to this to other medley of I was of, about yeah. to make purple pepper soup, and now I'm, I don't know what to do with this yeah, now. Now I got green bell peppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have like a, like if you could, if you were like, you were going to, you, you have one final meal to eat. Like, if, do you have like that ready to go? Like, you know exactly what it is. Oh, you, for sure. Yeah. So, what's that um, for you? I would. 100% go for like an all you can eat sushi buffet. Oh, you're a big sushi guy? But if like I could like fully pick, it'd be like one of those like top tier, like, you know, super classic. Maybe even like call it like higher level Michelin star or mm-hmm. something like that. Just an all you can eat buffet of that because, yeah. you know, watching that, I would just almost love to like watch the process happen more than eat it, but then mm-hmm. I would definitely still want to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause like watching them do their work, they're like, it's like wow yeah that's like some serious stuff going on there yeah and then there's like you know there's certain 
oh, I can't think of the name of the fish, but you like, there's only a certain amount of people that are like licensed to actually cut up the fish and serve it because yeah. it's so poisonous. If it's done wrong, it could kill the person eating I, it. I, I, okay, I, it, may, it may be a different fish, but I'm, I've seen, I've, I know, I've heard. I don't of think before. it's like a lionfish, yeah. man. I don't know why lionfish. That is scary sounding. I don't know why that comes to mind. I feel like that's not it, but it's this like one fish that you got to get that special certification and only X amount of people in the world have it. And it's like, that would have to be on that buffet. Yeah. And, but yeah, that'd be like my go-to. I love sushi. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a, I'm a big sushi guy. The thing with me and sushi is like, I, I love it, but it, I never get full off of it. And so I'm like, I would like, I, I have like whenever if I ever sit down I'm like I want all of them like I want to get all of them because they're just you know I'm like I want to try all of them but I just I have such a like I can't decide on any of them at all and so I just I don't know I have like I get very indecisive when it comes to, to sushi you so know? you're like you gotta go on half off roll day yeah, just to like yeah. get a few yes yeah I, I want to try them out I mean I'm gonna shameless plug and be like come to the classroom and I'll show you how to make sushi and then hey. you just put whatever you want in it at home that's fair so. that's fair <laughs> well I'm, I made you, I, I will tell you this so I will definitely be returning at some point because we did have a great time. But initially when we were wanting to go, we were going to try to go to Valentine's Day, the Valentine's oh, Day yes. one. But it was like February the 10th. And we were like, oh, let's see if they have any availability. And it's like, it was like, no, we've been sold out since like yeah, know, August when, of, of the last when year. When Valentine's yeah. like hits up, you know, whatever that 90 day, maybe a little more out is. Yeah. It's like a mad dash. Cause that's one of those, yeah. that's one of those specialty ones where like, it's a brand new menu every year. Yeah. And it's like, it's also a special version of yeah. the menu. So we like do some extra things. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, this last year I made a, like a custom cocktail mm-hmm. riffed off of a French 75 because mm-hmm. it was kind of a French based menu. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, that cocktail is never going to see the light of day again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a special thing for those like yeah. five or six classes in a row. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, little extra goodies happen when you come in, like, you know, there's a charcuterie board waiting for you. Yeah. There's a few other things. Yeah. You know, and that I feel like makes it a more special night. Yeah. New Year's is also a, like usually yeah. a brand new menu, but like, yeah, when those yeah. Valentine classes pop up, it's yeah. like a fight to the death. Yeah. Well, we were, I remember we were sitting at a restaurant. We were like, what should we do for Valentine's Day? Like, oh, that'd be fun. Like, let's go to this cooking class. We looked it up and it was like, yeah, no, sold out, sold out, sold out. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, let's look a little bit farther down the road, I guess, you know? So we were like, so we, we obviously ended up going, but. No, I I had a great time, and I definitely I want to come on Valentine's Day because it's it, I know it's gonna be like a special one, but it it's really fun. Like I I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was fun, and you know it was it was a good time. So. Glad, a good time, and yeah. you know also you know side note, congrats on your engagement. Well, by thank the way. you. So thank you. Because like I said, I think you know I don't think you were engaged when you came to the I was classroom. Not. So. No, no, I was I was not. I knew I was going to be eventually. It was in the works at that. I think mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember when that was. Yeah, and I knew I was going to be eventually. But I was not at the time. So thank you. I I, I appreciate that. Uh, that was that was interesting. We had to. I had, my family knew about it, and her <laughs> family knew about it, and like a couple of my coworkers knew about it, but like no one knew about it aside from that. And so it was it was keeping all that under wraps for so long. It was it was a, it was an interesting process. It felt it was, good to probably like get oh, it done. With oh it. my gosh, I did. I was like, it, it felt good to just be like, I can tell every, everybody now, and just get this off my chest. So nice. uh, that do, was that was nice. Do you guys have like a date and all that figured out already? Or we don't have like... a specific date as of right now. Uh, we think it's going to be maybe. Like September, October, or September, August of next year. Okay. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, we're gonna go check out some venues soon and, and get some. Hopefully, get a date, like an actual, you know, specific date. September, now. October sounds like you want an outside venue. Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if it, yeah, it hopefully there's gonna be. We hope to do part of it outside. Uh, I get very hot very easily though, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that that's our hoping to do it. Like you know, like you yeah, said in the, do in the, the ceremony outside, then go inside to the AC for yes. reception. Yeah, for, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's the, the classic combo. Yeah. yeah. I went to a wedding where it was the opposite. We did everything inside, oh. then the reception was outside, oh. and it was like, by the end of the night, you're like, jeez, is that building still in line? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, jeez. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I got one more thing I want to I yeah, ask you about. So do you ever like, well, two, two, two short things. Mm-hmm. One, do you ever like watch the, the cooking shows where it's like specifically the, like the, I think of like uh, the Gordon Ramsay one where it's like the two teams like competing against, or do you, do you ever watch any shows like that and like, look at them and be like these these like these fools like what do they do they think or like do you ever like critique like shows yeah. where it's cooking and you're like i could do this so much better like i know like they're doing this wrong do you ever have like moments like that yeah i i i definitely do that yeah. like subconsciously and yeah. even like and i think it's because the because i don't have a like a full on like school background or like cuz like when you watch the shows and you know usually they give you like a bio of whoever's in it mm-hmm. and it's like 
this is, you know, John Doe. He's mm-hmm. been an executive chef for yeah. 30 years yeah. and, you know, or yeah. like, you know, he's been, you know, he's opened 14 restaurants and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, he can't cook a steak to medium <laughs> or like, you know, like little, little things or like, yeah. you know, he doesn't know how many ounces are in a cup or, yeah. you know, yeah. like things like that happen. Yeah. And then it's just like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, wait, like, I can do that. Yeah. Like. You could almost like go to like most restaurants and probably find someone who could do that. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, you know, we use the steak thing as I mean, you walk into like any steakhouse and I'm sure whoever's back there working the grill, like mm-hmm. could, you know, whip up that no problem. Yeah. And so then like the moments like that yeah. where I'm like, yeah, it's like, I feel like that's such a core thing, Yeah. which I feel like it's probably like when you see like Gordon Ramsay get mad, yeah. you know, he's probably like vocalizing what everyone's yeah. thinking at yeah. home where like, you know. Everyone's like, "Wow, how do you mess that up?" And then Gordon Ramsay's like, "How'd you mess that up?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, with a few, with a few other, yeah, with a few other, you know, yeah. things thrown in there. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely like watch cooking shows, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, no, that's that's wrong." Yeah. But I also watch cooking shows and be like, "Oh, that's such a cool technique." Yeah. Like, I've never thought about doing that, yeah. or like, I've never thought about putting those flavors yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite cooking show lately, um, I like binge watched Final Table on I've Netflix. Heard that one. That's so, on Netflix. Yep. And so essentially it was like the premise of it is it's like chefs are in teams of two, but they're like chefs who are like kind of like really top in their field, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And then they're being judged by like essentially a top chef from each country. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, watching, I think us had, uh, 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 Grant Atkins, and I hope I didn't butcher that name because <laughs> it's a unique spelling there. But like, you know, he was for US, and like, you know, when he came in on those, I was like, oh, like holy cow! Like, I didn't recognize most chefs, but then like, I saw a chef that I like recognized that who's not yeah. like a, a famous TV chef. Yeah, and I was like, holy cow! Like, I'd be so nervous. <laughs> and like, a lot of the people on that show were like, oh my gosh, I have yeah. to cook for this person. Yeah. Like, this is horrifying. Yeah, yeah, and you know. But, like, watching that show was, like, really cool because, like, some of the flavors they created there, I was like, that's genius. Yeah. And like, these people are, like, super good at what they do. Yeah. yeah. And so I enjoy watching shows where, like, the people in the competition are, like, all-stars. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, and the second thing I want to ask you is, have you ever seen <clears> – have you ever seen the it – is a, it is a new Netflix show. Have you seen the show Is It Cake on Netflix? Is it cake? Is that the one where it's like they get weird stuff and they cut it and then they have to figure it out? The whole premise of the sh- it's it's kind of ridiculous, but also kind of hilarious at how ridiculous it is. But literally, they'll have like six pedestals with like okay, for those listening, I'm holding a Dasani water bottle right now. They'll have like six pedestals with what looks to be six Dasani water bottles, like one on each yeah. pedestal. Oh yes, I've seen. And okay, like, one of like these two. is cake. Can you guess what it is? And they'll like give them like twenty seconds, and they'll be like, "Oh, I think it's number three. Yeah, they're like saying like ten feet away yeah. or something. And then he'll get like a like a. I kid you not. In at least in like the first episode, he'll get like a sword and be like, "Well, let's find out." And he just chops it in half, and it's like it was a water bottle. Yeah, oh no, it was actually a water bottle the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's just so like. I don't know if I enjoy it because I think it's actually entertaining, or if I enjoy it because it's just so ridiculous. But it's—I I, just—I wanted to know if you've ever—if you ever even yeah, seen or I heard of that before. The uh, I've seen like two or three episodes of it, and because I think I watched like I think like a taco episode as early on in <laughs> yeah, that series, yeah. which I was like, man, making a cake taco. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, anyone who like does like realistic baking mm-hmm. is like, like hyper realistic yeah, baking. Yeah, that's like super impressive yeah. in my mind. Like, that's yeah. a very specific line yeah. where you can make cool stuff though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so watching that, like, I feel like the the host though he's like a little over the top. But yeah. I think that's like, yeah, you know, that's kind of the host's yeah. job in yeah. a way for yeah. most shows to be over the top. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I think I saw a few of those where like. I was like, I was like, oh, it's a hundred percent number three. Like number three is the cake, yeah, yeah. And then it's like number six, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're having a. You're and having you like a, rewind. You look yeah. at it. You're like, yeah. No, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, you're having you're having a, a purple slash green bell pepper moment yeah. where you're like, I yeah. can swore it was this. Yeah, yeah. purple yeah. green bell pepper moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, well, before I know you said you got some things you got to get to, so I don't want to keep you too much longer. But before we finish up, I have a little bit of a tradition with the podcast. Oh yeah, something I like to finish the show off with on a little bit of a different note. Although this one 
will be a, a first in a way. I'll explain in just a second. But I like to finish off with a brief full segment that I call 15 quick questions. Okay. It'll be 15 questions. They're all this or that questions. It'll be you know either A or B. Right. And I just want you to give your, your off the top of your head how you're feeling right now in the moment, your answer to the question. Okay. The thing is, this is a bit of a special one because I tried to pick – usually all these questions are just like, you know, just things I can think of off the top of my head and, and stuff like that. I tried specifically to make these all revolve around like food or culinary stuff in some way because I knew I figured you would okay. have a, you would have a, a take on this and stuff. So some of these I feel like I was, pressures on all of a yeah, sudden some, like some of these it's been really, tailored. I was really trying to read like I was like I got to like question thirteen. I was like I have thought of every single food question I can think of. Like I was really trying hard to think of these, but uh, I've got fifteen of them here. I just want to hear your your off the top of your head your thoughts on it. Yep. All right, sound all good right. to you? Yep. Let's roll it. All right. This is fifteen quick questions with Chef Ted. Question number one: Hot coffee or iced coffee? Oh, iced coffee. Pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. This one is really <laughs> important to me. I, I withheld this. I want to. I really want to hear your thoughts on this. First off, does ranch belong on spaghetti? Yes or no? No. Wait. Oh, like, man. is it just plain spaghetti? I get like, like, like. Well, spaghetti with like meat spaghetti, sauce. Like, the dish, like spaghetti with like, you know, yeah, I'm going to say no, but I mean, like I haven't that. tried it. I'd be willing to try it, but I'm going to say no right now. Okay. So. <laughs> well, as long as you're willing to try it, that makes my heart happy because I, I, that is, that I'm is from the Midwest. We put ranch on a lot of things. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That's a, that's a hill that I'm willing to die on. That like, some just people, like pickles. Some, yeah. Yeah. Some people I've had to like, Oh no, I'm never doing that. Like you've got to try it. Anyways. That's your peanut butter syrup. Yes. That is my peanut butter syrup. <laughs> uh, pancakes or waffles? Uh, ooh, uh, waffles. Oh, good. French fries or tater tots? Uh, tater tots. Would you rather eat cookie dough or brownie batter? Mm, brownie batter. Italian food or Mexican food? The two heavy hitters. I'm going to go with Mexican. What's better on a hot day, ice cream or popsicles? Ice cream. Uh, guacamole or salsa? Mm, guac. Crun- uh, crunchy. Too many salsas. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Oh, uh, creamy. 100%. When cooking, do you want more appliances uh, or more appliances when cooking or less appliances in a more traditional way of doing things. I'm going to say less appliances. Gotcha. With like more, it depends more, on what I'm making that day. Well, you know? Yeah, I mean, it yeah. depends. But I'm going to say less appliances. Yeah. I like If I can do it all in one pan, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, I see some people that be like, yeah, so I get my, like, you know, this Maker 3000. And, like, I, I have, make, you know, <laughs> like, I, I, wanted to, I wasn't sure if you were, like, a, a big appliance guy. I have appliances, but, yeah. like, you know, I, if I... If, I just hate cleaning dirty dishes. Yeah. That's the real yeah. like secret yeah. of yeah. things. Like what gives me the less dishes? Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Um, spicy food or mild food? Spicy. Would you rather go vegan or carnivore? The two extremes. I'm going to say carnivore. Sweet or savory? Savory. And then this is the final 15th question. This one is not food related, but it's the one I, I end every, every uh, interview off with. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Ooh. And I want to I hear your, your thought process on it as well. I want to hear like what your rationale is with it. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do the one duck-sized horse. Or, sorry, one horse-sized yeah. duck. Yeah, one horse-sized duck. Um, because one... Um, horses are mean. Like, you know, <laughs> like a duck-sized horse, that's just like a, you know... If you get kicked a hundred times, like, it's going <laughs> to hurt. Like, they got strong legs even if they're small. Yeah. So, and then, you know, they're fast. Yeah. And then a one horse sized duck, I feel like if it's just one thing, mm-hmm. I probably have a better chance, you know, like, <laughs> and so that's, that's my rationale there. All right, and so, there's, there's not a wrong, or like a wrong answer with yep. this. I just, I love this question because I get so many different answers. Like I've heard some people be like, yeah, well, if it's, if it's just one thing, I can just focus on it. Or mm-hmm. if it's a hundred, I'll get overwhelmed by it. And I've heard some people be like, yeah, well, like. I can, you know, like, I, I think I could, like, kick 100 horses. Like, yeah. I really have I feel, to, like, I feel like that's, like, the other yeah. argument yeah. for that one, too. It's like, if I, just, if I just kick them all really hard, like, you know, it should be good. But it's like, when's the last time we kicked 100 times in a row? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like, a lot of kicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Cool. Well, that is. Uh, what's your what's your go-to on that one? I got to have to know. I mean, you've okay. heard all the answers now, too. Yeah. So. so, I lean more in the direction of one horse-sized duck because i think i would get overwhelmed by the thought of a hundred tiny things around me coming after me in some way tiny horses you know, charging like, at you like a, like a horse-sized duck would still be very scary because oh, yeah. like i'd be afraid the thing is just gonna like eat me like with its bill you mm-hmm. know but i feel like i could maybe get some distance between us and ducks like, are really mean though too that's yeah, another so thing like, yeah. they're gonna be mean but i feel like i can like assess all my energy and like attention to the one mm-hmm. giant duck in front of me <laughs> you know that that's that's my thought process but I just also like I don't know kicking a hundred horses would be would be very tiring you know and yeah. horses are sturdy I mean even oh, if yeah. they're small like they're they're sturdy things you exactly know? so what do you do when they just get back up after yeah you kick them? like you <laughs> kick them a hundred more times yeah know. yeah 
but but yeah. Anyways, uh, that is that is fifteen quick questions. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah. And and yeah, it is it is first and foremost. Thank you very much for for chatting with me today. It's been a a pleasure getting to talk with you. Before we kind of finish up, I know that you work at uh, Sweet and Savory is it's Sweet and Savory Kitchen classroom. classroom. God, I get it all mixed up every single time. The Sweet and Savory Classroom, and I'll make sure. If anybody's listening and is interested, whether if you're in the Chattanooga or if you're not the Chattanooga area, you want to you know, make the trip in, mm-hmm. um, I'll make sure there's a link for that in the description of this episode so you can go check them out. Are there any other links, websites, anything that anybody should know about? No, I mean, I think, uh, you know, our website has classes typically out 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, for those far away, I get people that come in from like Memphis oh. and like, you know, farther out. Yeah. So would love to have, you know, even if you're making a trip here, there's a lot to do in Chattanooga, you know. Yeah. I love, I love our classroom, but hey, there's a lot of cool stuff here in town too, yeah. which, you know, probably other people in the podcast, yeah. uh, maybe the podcast before this and after this, they probably got some cool things that you should check out too. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah. And then uh, our socials are slowly becoming more and more active. So mm-hmm. like our Instagram and Facebook, um, definitely, you know, check it out there. We have a very small like YouTube channel where mm-hmm. we've started putting up some like, you know, kind of like our version of like basic stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, a little is, there, there. is there a, t- a tortilla chip, a tortilla chip hack in the future? Ooh. I don't, I don't know if I'd be allowed to get away with that. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like that's like delving on someone else's area. Like someone would in the comment that's, that's section, territory. That's yeah, territory. someone in the comment section yeah. would be like, Oh, you just copied this. Yeah. You know? And so, but, um, but yeah, no, definitely check out just the classroom website. You know, that's where you can find all of the information. And if you've got questions, you know, feel free to reach out to us. The, okay. uh, most of the time, you know, an email just ends its way up to, uh, you know, one of the chefs and, you know, for those with like food born allergies, I know that can be like a very scary thing when you go out to eat, you know, I'm going to use like celiac for an example. You know, that's a, that's a very hardcore mm-hmm. allergy that you got to be really serious about. Uh, but if you have allergies, when you, you know, when you, if you sign up for a class, just, you know, shoot us an email or like put it in the notes and just let us know. Cause we can always, you know, mm-hmm. adapt recipes yeah. and go from there just to make sure you're covered. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, I'll make sure I'll have the website and links to the socials and everything down there. So if you're listening, you want to go check out everything going on over there. If you want to get in contact with them, I would personally, if you're, if you're wanting to do a cooking class or just have a good time, I really would highly recommend it. I've been twice now. It's really fun. You get a good recipe out of it. A couple good recipes, I would say. Uh, and you'll have a lot of fun at it. So, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. But, uh, yeah, with all that being said, thank you very much, Ted, for, uh, speaking with me today. And, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks for having me. It's, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, so. it's, it, it's, uh, it's been really cool getting to talk to a lot of really cool people. So thank you for, thank you for being one of them. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. And for everybody that's listening, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for supporting the show, uh, and just, uh, being along with the ride but yeah thank you very much I hope you'll tune in for another episode in the future bye everybody Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.